When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Let me start this episode with an apology. I missed a couple of shows last week, and for that, I apologize. Life gets crazy sometimes, and that's exactly what happened to my week last week. So we kind of got behind on questions. And by the way, you guys really do like typing questions rather than calling them in. It's fascinating. I, I, I would have expected more questions would be called in, but by far, by far more questions are typed in. By the way, though, you can uh, you can call your questions in to 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, 24-7. And the more information you leave when you call in the question, the better because I use that information to create an answer. So if you tell me a lot of stuff, what your risk tolerance is, what do you, what do you want to do with the money? What's the situation? Um, what kind of accounts are they? Whatever it might be. Give me as much information as possible. If there's too much, I can always edit some out, but I, I can't really add your voice. So call them in, or as most people do, just send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Use the contact form which is what you guys have been doing. So what I'm going to do for the next couple of episodes, unless something really big comes up in the news, financial news, I'm just going to answer your questions because there are a ton of them. But before I do that, I do want to plug an appearance I'm making, actually an appearance I made and an appearance I'm making on an upcoming podcast. Uh, back in February... Tom and I sat down for an interview with our good friend Paul Merriman, with whom we had worked. We worked for many, many years. We were actually co-hosts of his show, Sound Investing, more than a decade ago. And so Paul sat down and interviewed us, and he finally, finally got it into a podcast that was uh, that came out uh, second week of July. It's called Sound Investing, and it was a fun interview. And then uh, I also am going to appear on the Stacking Benjamins podcast coming up on Friday. What's the date? Let's see, 22nd, 20, Friday, July 24th. So uh, check out the Stacking Benjamins podcast on which I'll appear. And that's all the news. So let's get to the questions. And we're going to do all written questions today because I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Whoa, I got to get through some of these. All right. Let's start at the very beginning, shall we? In fact, no, what? Yeah, that's right. I got to do this one first because this one came in a while ago. Uh, this is the subject is two funds IRA. Two funds IRA. Hi, I have a 17-year-old daughter who has started working, and I want to start her on retirement saving, and she agreed. 
Since my daughter is still very young, I want to create a strategy that is pretty passive with extremely low fees. I am very interested to model it after the bet that Warren Buffett won against an active investment manager. Actually, it was against hedge, a hedge fund index. He just said that the S&P 500 would beat hedge funds, and it did over 10 years. I have heard on your radio show that I can get your I can get on your website an easily easy to create two fund IRA strategy. I've done that and couldn't figure it out. I recall you recommended the Vanguard Total Market Fund and something else, but I'm not sure which. Could you please let me know your recommendation again and what the Vanguard Total Market Fund symbol is? Or if I recall, there are two funds, etc. I understand there's no guarantee of performance, smiley face. You're right. There's no guarantee of performance. I try to catch the show whenever I can, but not always able to. And uh, so the question is easy. The answer is easy. Question is harder. Answer is easy. 17-year-old daughter. She is going to be working for a very long time before she retires. 50 years. Literally, 50 years before she can take Social Security. Over 50 at her age. So, she's got the time. And she's going to be doing something really cool. It's called dollar cost averaging which means that every time she buys in, she is getting a different price. She's getting an average price over the course of years, which means that if the market goes down, she should just be jumping up and down going, I'm buying stuff cheap. So for her, I would suggest a one fund strategy. One fund, period. And there are two versions of it you can look at. Either one works. The Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund. The symbol for that is VTWAX, VTWAX. The other version, if you want to do this in a brokerage account so that there are no transaction fees, is VT. It's an ETF. Two letters, VT, Victor Tom. And then, no matter what the market's doing, whether it's whether it has gone up or it has gone down. No timing, just discipline. Every time she has money to put in, put it in. Do it in a Roth IRA so that it grows tax-free. Tax-free. Can you imagine tax-free growth for life? If this young lady does that for the next 50 years, just that alone will provide her with a very comfortable, secure retirement. So, Thanks for getting her started. I appreciate the note. Again, you can send in your questions, talkingrealmoney.com. You can call them in at 855-935-TALK. And our next question is about cashing out and refinancing a mortgage. Hi, Don and Tom. Thanks so much for all your education and information that's super helpful for us DIY investors. I was introduced to your show from Paul Merriman's podcast, when I told you about just a minute ago, and love your show. Earlier this year, I made the mistake of Googling, quote, pay off mortgage versus invest. And one of the first hits that came up was a link to a YouTube video by Dave Ramsey. Luckily, I've never followed any of his other advice, but I unfortunately did on this one. 
since I couldn't find any advice elsewhere. Until I found your show. You obviously know Dave's recommendation. Oh yeah, I do. He says pay off everything. And then he says invest really badly with an overpriced stockbroker who has the heart of a teacher. They also have the heart of somebody who wants to charge you way too much for their help. And then they pay Dave money for doing that. (laughs) He acts like like he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, that's another subject. So I ended up selling part of my investments to pay off my mortgage. The only silver lining is that I was lucky to sell the investments at the market high in the third week of February this year. Woo-hoo! And thank you for recognizing that you were lucky. It was pure luck. You didn't have a brilliant epiphany that this was the the, the, uh, top of the market before it went way down. You just were lucky. I continue. And then was able to tax-loss harvest all the capital gains when the market went down over 30% in March. Yay again! I have listened to your show and realized that I would likely do better by having the money invested in the market. I am 45 years old and have a globally diversified portfolio that will stay invested at least for 15 years more. I do not plan to stay in this home after retirement. I am now trying to release the equity in my home and was looking to looking at a cash-out refinance with an interest rate of about 4%. Wanted to get your thoughts on this. Thanks so much, and appreciate you guys very much. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the good news, you you got lucky again, Raj. You got lucky again because now interest rates, 30-year rates, 30-year rates are below three. So you got lucky again. So, yeah, I would. You're not going to stay in the house. So it doesn't matter whether you build up a bunch of equity. If you can borrow money at 3%, and by the way, get a tax deduction, which reduces that a little bit, and you can invest in equities or a diversified portfolio of equities that uh, are right for your risk tolerance and need, and maybe, you know, who knows what you're going to make on it, but Historically, according to Dave Ramsey, you would have made 12% per year, or you will in the future, which is bunk, bunk, bunk. But let's say for a minute that you only make five or six. Well, you're doubling what you're paying. So I would absolutely. You don't need the money. The only reason you should pay off a house is for the nice, warm, fuzzy, safe, secure feeling it gives you. Not because you're better off. I mean, Dave says you you would make 12 in your investments, which I don't understand why he's telling people to pay mortgages off if he truly believes that you can make four times the rate you pay on a mortgage in your investment portfolio. Again, I don't think that that's a realistic number, but hey, that's Dave's issue. I'll disagree with him all the time. But that's what I'd do, Raj. I'd go refinance that baby. Get the best rate you can. By the way, <laughs> I'm refinancing. Um, and uh, I, this is not, I don't get paid for this, but I'm a Costco member. 
And if you use Costco's mortgage companies, the closing costs are so low. Holy mackerel. You can save a lot of money. So another way to save money. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. Let's to another question that was sent in to TalkingRealMoney.com. This is subject. Question for the show. Hello, Tom and Don. Thanks for your show. It has been helpful in beginning to reorient myself financially. As you can probably tell, there have been some poor decisions financially, and I'd like your advice on how to proceed. Here's a little about my situation. 28 years old. In a graduate school program, will be $60,000 in debt, student loans, when I finish next year. I will make roughly seventy dollars to $80,000 a year soon after graduating. Currently, I have $5,000 in a Roth IRA that consists mostly of VT and VT Wax and some Microsoft. Vanguard Total Market ETF, Vanguard Total Market uh, Fund, and MSFT is Microsoft stock. Roughly five thousand in credit card debt. Currently make thirty two hundred per month, forty thousand a year. Recently got out of Robin Hood, by the way. Your admonishments were the straw that broke the camel's back. So thank you for that. <laughs> my main question is how should I proceed? Where should my financial energy be focused? Appreciate you taking the time to read this. Wow, you, 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 sir, have opportunities ahead of you. Coming out of school with a decent salary. Um, the debt's going to be at a low rate, so I wouldn't really freak out too much about that. I'd pay it off. I think you're wise to keep doing that Roth IRA. I would do that every year. Um, I think you're great in VT or VT Wax. You don't need both. One or the other will do. I would not own Microsoft because I don't suggest you own any individual stock unless it's you're in the you, you work for Microsoft and you have that through your 401k. It's the only way I'd own it. And only if it was the only way I could, you know, it's the only way I could get a match. And some companies will only match in stock. Uh 5000 in credit card debt. There is where you need to concentrate. This is where I agree with Dave Ramsey. That's the thing you attack first first because the interest rates on that stuff are not just ridiculous they're usurious the fact that you could pay on credit cards in an environment where safe money pays one percent or less and they can charge 21 24 percent 20 28 that's just obscene I don't care how high their risk is, that's obscenity. And there's nothing you can do about it except pay the darn thing off. Because you can negotiate for a slightly lower rate, but it's still likely to be more than you're going to make investing it. So take that safe money return, focus every extra penny on that, every extra penny on that. And then in the future, when you use a credit card, pay off the credit card immediately. Nothing wrong with using it. It's nice to get points or whatever you get, but then pay it off when the bill comes, when it's due, so you don't get any interest charged. I would do that first, get beat that debt down to nothing, wouldn't worry about the student debt. I would 
absolutely fund a Roth IRA up to the max that you can do. When you get to work, I would participate in the 401k, particularly if it has a match. And then that's where your energy should be focused first on getting the free money. So you fund the 401k with the match first up to the match amount. Then you go back to the Roth IRA because the Roth IRA can be in all kinds of good things like you already have it. I wouldn't have Microsoft stock or anybody else's stock for that matter because I don't think it makes sense. And I wish you nothing but the best. You're on a great track. Good luck. Again, send your questions in. Go to the website, talkingrealmoney.com, and just send them in, and I'll answer them on the podcast. You have to listen to all the podcasts, though. It's not that hard. If you'd like to call them in, call 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And if you're listening to this prior to the 29th of July, Tom and I are hosting a brand new class on investing. It's called The New Science of Retirement Investing. I've shortened it. I've focused it. And it's on Zoom. And the good news is it's free. And it's really easy to attend. And we usually have a great Q&A afterward. So go sign up. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on the Events button and, uh, and join us for that that class on the uh, 29th at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time. All right. Thank you all for being out there. You're the best. Love all of you. Appreciate you listening. Again, begging you to tell your friends, tell more people about the podcast, because the more who listen, the better off we will all be. If people stop getting ripped off in this industry, if they stop making bad decisions, if people stop gambling, it's gonna, if they stop gambling with their retirement money, it's going to make the world a better place. So by telling someone to listen to this podcast, you are actually making a tiny step toward improving not just someone else's life, but everybody's life in a small way. Okay? Thanks for being there. I'm Don McGonagall. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.